You think any of it matters? The things we did? The lives we destroyed? That's all that's ever going to count. So yeah, surprise. You're going to hell. We both are. Then why even bother? Try to do the right thing, make a difference. What else are we going to do? So that's it then. I really am going to burn. Welcome to the club. At least I got company, huh? You and me together again. Hope and Crosby. Stills and Nat. Chico and the Bear. Yeah, are we done? Never much for small talk, were you? Always too busy trying to perfect that brooding block of the wood mystique. God, I love that. Not as much as I loved your non-stop yammering. The way you always had to be the big swingy. Swagging around, barking orders. Never listening. Always interrupting. And your hair. What color do they call that? Radioactive? Never much cared for you, Liam. Even when you we were evil. Cared for you less. Fine. Good. There was one thing about you. Really? Yeah. I never told anyone about this, but I liked your poems. You like Barry Manilow. I really liked this scene. This scene was really good. It also gave us, I think, a view of Spike of how sold Spike is much more easy to digest, I think, Mm -hmm. as a member of the crew. Yeah. Because it's not as problematic. Yeah. And him showing up sold. So we don't even have any of that baggage of other things. Um, I agree. Yeah. And he's not in love with anybody, though. Here's the thing. If I watched this the first time, I probably would be starting to ship Fred Spike. I wrote that in my notes. I wrote, like, I bet you there was so much Fred Spike shipping. But the show is very restrained about it. Yeah. The show, like, keeps it. I mean, he almost treats her like he would treat a like a Dawn character, like a mm-hmm. a woman he's not trying to charm into bed. Yeah. And um, I mean, he does those like you know, those moves that he does, but they don't land because, like, he literally falls through a desk trying to <laughs> trying to lean on her. And she even says, like, I'm not a schoolgirl with a crush. Like, yep. I think he's worth saving. Yep. So I think the show, I feel like the show is, like, we anticipate. Yeah, we know what you're thinking. We know what you're thinking. It's not going to happen. Well, and the show is honestly not serving up much in the way of shipping this season at all. No, because we get a, like, oh, wait, that might be the <laughs> I'm getting confused about episodes. Well, okay, we can talk about the relationship I think you were about to talk about in terms of episodes three and four of Angel. Yeah, okay. And these episodes are called Unleashed and Hellbound. And in these episodes, just like in the first two episodes of the season, Wes and Fred are like on ice. Yeah. Considering where they were last season. Mm -hmm. Last season, they like did some making out. She broke up with her boyfriend. He was like, I'm in love with you kind of. And then this season, it's just unsaid. Yeah. And they, I think it's partially because they're both really distracted because they've got this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This whole new thing where she is like head of the science department and he's like Mr. Research guy. Totally. And sure, their fields may intersect, but not enough for them to be in enough contact with each other that they're both figuring this out together. Yes. And I kind of like it as much as I'm a huge shipper. And I'll ship anything that moves. Yeah. I. It's nice that we aren't dealing with, like, love feelings all the time. It's nice to take a little break from it and just get these, like, Monster of the Week episodes going. And some people ship Nina Angel. That is a ship in the world. Nina? The werewolf girl. Oh. I a forgot fairly, her name. That's a fairly common season five ship. Really? Yeah. Um, I mean... I get it because the show, like, is definitely posing because she asks about him and like, right. But it's, but at least, it, but it's not treated as like love or death. Exactly. Like they have this thing to bond over, yeah. and he helps her kind of come to terms with what it means to be a monster. Mm-hmm. And she. In the sense that she's like someone that he can like voice these things out loud to. Yeah. Helps him get through that too. Um, it is interesting. Like I, one of my first notes is. Oh, actually. Okay. My first note. <laughs> what is it? So the episode opens with them doing like a fake hangout. A fake picnic in I believe Griffith Park. Yeah. It looks very Griffith Park. Yeah. Um, and they're like doing a fake picnic, but really what they're doing is like regrouping to talk yes. to just each other mm-hmm. because they're like, I don't trust Wolfram and Hart. Right. Um, and I will, even though 
the Wesley and uh, Fred stuff is on ice. There was a moment where I laughed out loud because Wesley needs to calm down because she's <laughs> like, so Fred's like, oh, we have all these like, you know, n- new people to yeah. deal with. And he's like, he literally yells. And you think you can trust him? <laughs> I was like, Wesley, calm down. You're s- this is embarrassing. Like just and he's like, I mean, you know, them. And she's like, do you mean Knox? Like, duh. And he's like, "What? OK, fine. Yeah, I mean, Knox. Like, do you think you can trust him? Oh, my and- God. I mean, that's the thing. Like, she does have this thing with Knox that she can connect with without any of the baggage from behind, from from before. Yes, though he is her subordinate. He is her subordinate. Which is a little bit, and he is amoral. Yeah. We've seen that multiple times. He worked at Wolferman Hart with no compunction. Yeah. So, yeah, he's cute in a floppy-haired white boy kind of way, but, like, he has no morals. No, he has none. Um, and we see that in later episodes too. Yeah, like I, I keep mixing up. Yeah, because we because we watched four episodes. Yeah, but we're, today we're just talking. But he does like we. He's told stories though exactly before about his past experience. Like, oh yeah, we chopped this up, and like, like no, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it, it was so cool, and Fred's like, huh? And he's like, never mind, never mind. We don't do that stuff anymore because we're good now. And yeah. Like, okay, but you were okay with being bad before. Yeah. Um. I do like Wes's motorcycle. Me too. Um, I think his pen is, it's cheesy as hell the way they do that. The, wait, what is it? He's Because it's a steel pen. Yeah. So then when to, it kills the, it kills the werewolf uh, because it's made 100% of steel. So they have clunky dialogue where Wes yeah. has to be like, it's 100% steel. <laughs> or is it silver? Silver. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is clunky because it's like, why would you even say that? If not to plant a seed to then be like, oh, this is how it can kill this werewolf. Seriously. Um, it is interesting that like, and I think the reason why it's raising red, or not red flags, but just kind of like, huh? Mm-hmm. Flags for me is kind of demonstrating that like Angel is used to a small operation. Yes. Um, but wh- one of my notes was, why are they losing their shit over one girl werewolf? There's got to be tons of you know, other demon issues. It seems like they're like all stops. Wait, pulling all the stops? Is pulling that out. All pulling the out all the stops for this one werewolf when like they have this spike issue on their hands. They have like all this other well, stuff. Well, Angel doesn't know about the spike issue. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't know he spike's knows going spike to sometimes disappears, but he doesn't know it's been like longer and long. He doesn't know all yeah. the stuff Fred knows. So that's kind of been under the radar. And Angel, yeah, Angel is a micro. Yeah. He thinks globally, acts locally. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how he is. So it's not surprising. Plus, she's a, a blonde girl in danger. Like, yeah, what he is he going to do? He loves a blonde girl in danger. He loves that. Oh, my God. And then if it turns out she also has superpowers, he's, t- he's dead. Perfect he poison. Well, he's always dead. But, like, <laughs> he gets, he's super dead. He's super dead for that. Um, Yeah. He's, like... I feel really bad for Nina, though. I do feel really bad for Nina. I feel really bad for her. Just the whole thing. Like, she got turned. Um, She's, like, supposed to be watching her niece. Yep. She, I, actually, she was, that actress was really good. Yes. Um, And I also liked just, like, the visuals they were doing. Like, when Mm -hmm. she looks at her niece and then she sees her throat ripped out. Yeah. So, basically, like, after you get turned as a werewolf you get like feverish you um get this like hunger for uh like blood and killing and you get heightened senses and this is all before you first turn right but you also lose time yeah and you're really tired because your human body can't like handle it exactly so she's like what's going on she doesn't even know she's a werewolf she has weird bruises on her neck can you imagine you just like wake up with weird bruises on your neck Horrible. And it was like a big, scary bruise. Yeah. Like her sister was freaked out. Yeah. Her sister's like, do you have to tell me something? And her <laughs> sister has a right to be like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, exactly. Um, so Angel is like, okay, we need to find this girl before mm-hmm. she turns so that way we can help her. Yeah. Um, and then so she's babysitting her niece and the moon comes up and she's like, I feel weird as shit. <laughs> So she's like, I got to go in the other room and lay yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. And she falls on the floor and starts becoming a werewolf. 
And her niece is like, can I come in? And she's like, nope. can I come in? <laughs> <laughs> and I loved that Angel, like, basically lures her through the window right yeah. at the moment that she could get the niece. Um, and I also loved the moment where she's, so he, they capture her, they put her in, like, a in containment, and then she, once the moon goes down, she turns back into a human, mm-hmm. and she still doesn't know she was a werewolf. Yeah, no. And he makes her watch the video yeah. of the werewolf turning into her. Well, and then her thing of like, oh my God, I can't believe this just happened to me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm, I gotta tell you something. Yeah. This is not the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It didn't just happen. Yeah. Like, he's like, there's a reason why we already knew to look for you. Yeah. Um. So... Then there's like, okay. And then she's like, and then he's like, she's like, you would never know what it's like to be, I don't know, like one of those universal monsters. And he's like, no, I am one of those universal monsters. And she's like, what? You're a Frankenstein? I, I, I laughed pretty really hard. hard. <laughs> uh, I laughed so hard. And especially because they're like, David Boreanaz has like really got a- this character Angel down. Oh my now. God. The and humor in this season, I feel like, is stronger than it's been in a long time. It's so funny. The episodes yeah. are so funny. And his face where he's like, what? No. Like I'm, I'm a vampire. Have you not heard of me? I'm Angel. I have my own show, <laughs> and you know that he like one of his, like he's vain. He's a little vain. He's totally vain. He would be so offended if someone called him a Frankenstein based yeah. on his looks. Exactly. And so when he's like, no, uh, no, no, do I look like different body parts sewn together? <laughs> and especially because he kind of has that squarish head. And he, d- I bet someone has called him Frankenstein. I'm sure. Poor I'm David sure. Poor, poor David Boreanaz. He's very handsome. Yeah, he's great looking. No question. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fred's like, it's just three nights a month. Get over it. I know. <laughs> like, okay, I'm like, I get it. She's right. But also, Fred. Yeah. Three nights a month that you have to lock yourself into a prison. Yeah. Also, like, Fred is looking at this, like, very clinically, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, okay, well, I mean, you just come here at night, three nights a month, check yourself in, and then you wake up. That's it. Yeah, sweet. But it's like, no, but there is something, like, very different about her now. Yes. So. And she could, she also has, like, a contagious disease now. Yeah. And she could break out. So it's like, it's not like it's perfect. I mean, we've seen, we know about werewolves. Oh, yeah. We've seen it in Buffy. It can happen. It can happen. You can break out. You can, like, go fuck other werewolves. Ugh, gross ones. Ew, you, like, yeah. have weird singing voices. Veruca Salt. <laughs> Veruca Salt. <laughs> What's her name? Veruca? I think it was, Ver- was it Veruca? It was not Veruca Salt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was, cheating is just a symptom. It's true. Um. Also, okay, Nina, mm-hmm. you blind? Fred and Angel are like the least coupley people I've ever seen. Yes, Fred, it's like the writers are trying to be like, everyone is stupid. Yeah. There's, Fred is not going to date anybody right now. Yeah, it because, is. Of course, there's well, nothing there. Here's the issue. They made the mistake of making them do that weird makeout last season. Fred distra- and Angel? Yeah, remember to distract like the hordes of um. I completely bought this. Because it was horrible. Okay. They, wait, remember Fred they're, and yeah, they're on the run. You don't remember? This? Okay, they're on the run. Okay, so this and is after she saw Jasmine through Jasmine, Jax. and then she got Angel to be on her side. Yeah, and this is before they infect the other people with the Jasmine blood. So Jasmine, Girl, I think I 100% blocked this no, from my I, memory. because it was horrible. So, okay, they're they're running around, and the Jasmaniacs are coming. Yeah. And they're like, quick, and they make out. And they just do like a kiss, like, okay. like a one 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 kiss. So not make out, make out, but they do like. Kiss. Do they look at each other meaningfully after? Afterwards, she's like, "Do you think it worked?" And he uh, goes, "I bought it." And he's like, "I mean, I think they bought it." Okay. And I was like, "What?" Yes, I do now remember that. I had blocked it. <laughs> it was so no, no, yeah, no, Angel. And I think the show is like, we realize what we've done. <laughs> like this is not. We want to tell you right now, no chance. Well, and I think it's hard when you only have one female character in a show. Yeah, it's. I think it's tempting to set up love triangles and to set up, but we don't need that. Mm-mm. We had it in the past. Yeah, sort of, but we can just like let's put it aside. Yeah, let it go. Fred let can it have lie. stories that have nothing to do with love. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and she does. Yeah. Um. And I think that's another thing too, right? Which I think they're doing. They're trying to do two things at once with the Spike and Fred thing. Mm-hmm. One is 
We get it. These are both extremely attractive people that have chemistry with pretty much anybody they're in a scene with. Okay. They're going to be in scenes together. So we're going to give you what you want, which is like a little bit of like seeds. But also we're going to tell you it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. But like if you want to unconventional ship this, if you want this to be your uncanon couple, go for it. Yeah, exactly. There's so much if you wanted to do like a between the scenes. What do they call like? An, oh, a po- an episode tag yeah, yeah. about them like being sexy. You, there's so much room. Yeah, you it'd be that. like, okay, this happens in between this episode and this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, you could do that. Yeah. Someone's written that. I'm sure. But yeah, I was like, that was one of my notes where I was like, I am sure so much like fic between them yes. two was Well, because there's by also like thing. some hurt comfort probably. Yes. Spike was dead. Spike mm-hmm. was in love. He never believed the woman who loved him loved him back. Mm-hmm. He thought he sacrificed himself and was a champion. Now hell wants him. Yeah. Like he needs, he's a whoopee. He needs some love. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Um, I mean, I didn't write any of these fix. Stop looking at me like that. Kelly. I know. I'm just like bookmarking AO3 slash uh, <laughs> rag guys, fly guy. <laughs> Rye girl for rag guy. It's fly guy. <laughs> I can't breathe. That's too funny. Oh, if I write anything, it will be that. That is my new handle. <laughs> I gave it to Rago you. for Rago. Rago's a fly guy. <laughs> it's so long. It's so long. <laughs> oh no! Oh, and it's all one word. There's no it's spaces. All one word. Or or is it like way harder for people to type because you put in underscores? <laughs> so it's like so long. Um, uh, Rye guy is one word, right? Rye guy R, and Rye girl G. are one word. Yeah, fly guy is one word. <laughs> Rye guy, Rye girl loves fly guy. L u v s. Yeah, Rye guy is, is fly, fly guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Uh, uh. Um, but, but he's not even on this. He's show. not even on this show. So if you don't know, I guess watch Buffy season four and five. Uh, or yeah, or just like read about it. Wikipedia him. Uh, um. Okay. So the climax of this episode is pretty effed up. Yeah, dude. Nina that gets kidnapped. Yeah, on during the full moon. Yeah, she's brought to some fancy rich people party. Yeah, which. Fancy rich people parties on Angel never go well. They never go well. They're always doing evil stuff. Yeah, they're always evil and they're always pretty doomed. Yes. It's also like, ew, those people are so gross. Well, and I don't. Okay, so the idea is she's going to turn into a werewolf Mm -hmm. and they're going to eat her flesh while she's alive. While she's alive. But like, the is the like, are they going to bite into her? Because like cut once they cut, but like once they cut it off, doesn't that fat flesh become necrotic? I don't know. Maybe I mean, they maybe just they're just really like fast? magic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you, so the idea is that if a werewolf is alive mm-hmm. and you cut off its flesh, that flesh stays werewolf, right? As long as that person's alive. What? I, I, it would have been, I think, probably more fucked up and like Hannibal-ish. But like, if they had her hooked up to like an IV or something, that I could buy that a little yeah. more. Because I was like, how are they keeping her alive? Like, at what point does she die? You know, like, yeah. I was just, like, confused about that. Unless it's, like, they're going to take blow torches and serve her, like, werewolf tartar. Yeah. Maybe. Either, so, either way, like, I don't care how fine dining you are. That's disgusting. No, that's disgusting. Because you wouldn't do that to a cow. Like, even if you were, like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no yeah. animal that you would do that to. So the idea that you would do it to a human. Well, there are like actually in some like really fancy fucked up like things yeah there's like there's this delicacy of eating something while it's still alive it's very horrible what kind of animal i don't know i just know that there's like like if if you want to go to a really scary it's probably on the dark web or something i I can't go to the dark web yeah they don't let me on yeah, they don't. They're like, like, uh, they're your like user- <laughs> they see my username is Rye Guy Loves. <laughs> Rye Girl Loves Rye Guy. Rye, Rye guy, guy is Fly guy. guy. They go, hey, <laughs> this isn't for you. <laughs> Number one, we've already doxed you. <laughs> we already figured you out. <laughs> Two, you do not belong here. Yeah, we don't have anything you would like. 
Um, it's only gonna upset you, right, girl? Right, girl. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's really effed up. They are able to Angel using is able to save little Nina because it turns out. The, oh yeah, we hadn't even gotten to the betrayal. Yeah, the guy that like the scientist guy that's like helping them is who works act- at Wolfram and Hart. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah, he, he's that guy. He wants to he wants to sell Nina to this like fancy. Yeah, but he's as bad as anyone who works at Wolfram and Hart. So it's a weird thing where you it's hard to blame him really. Right. He's like he's a Wolfram and Hart guy. He's like everybody like I feel like Knox has probably done something like this in the past. Yep. I and feel like tell, anybody. Yeah. Um so yeah, like he is just as evil as the place they work for. Um he, so he sells Nina to them and uh they're like, "Okay, we need to figure Well, they don't know yet." Right. And they're like, "We need to figure out someone on the inside gave this info cuz we were the only mm-hmm. ones who knew she was a vamp or a werewolf." So they have the do- doctor sing Mm-hmm. Or the scientist doctor. Yeah. He's that kind of doctor. Yeah. He sings for Lauren and Lauren's like, yeah, no, he's telling the truth. Yeah. But then Fred sees Spike near the doctor's office. Yeah. Spike is like in a weird in-between. Yes. And he's like just pacing. He's like walking yeah. around. So she follows him and he leads her into the doctor's office where she knocks over his trash can, which he is so irresponsible. He is so dumb. He's so dumb. <laughs> so she knocks it over and there's a little empty vial and she's like, and she's like, oh, I wonder if this is special magic sauce. It's that calendula. Makes it, makes it so that you don't, uh, you're not, people can't tell when you're lying when you sing to them if they're from Pylea. And it's like, oh, oh it is. Oh, it is. And like, yeah. I feel like, so maybe it just like suppresses your aura or something. It's something. Um, so she bonks It's not him. great that this exists. No, it's not. Because then I'm like, is everybody... I also, wish- they never explained last year why Lauren couldn't. Oh, yeah. They were just like, she fucked with his mojo. But then I was like, but how? But how and when and when? There's a lot of questions from last season. You're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> let's let them all let's go. Let's just let them disappear into the ether. <gasps> Ooh, exhale the questions. Okay. Um, so... They're like, okay, oh, she, so Fred's like, I got to bonk this dude on the head with a lamp and best move, best move and drag him in. And they find out that he's sold Nina. Yes. And they're like, well, you're going to take us. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but this guy's scarier than you. And they're like, yeah, you want to, you want to test that? And he's like, okay, well, actually, let's just go. Yeah, let's just go. <laughs> I'm not really, I'm not really that serious about it. Yeah. So they go. <laughs> uh, yeah, they go. And um, there's a standoff. And they, I mean, they have the whole thing set up for her to turn into a werewolf. So and she's kind her. of like, let's just do this. Like, there's, I don't want to live in a world. She's one, she wants them to choke on her. Yeah, that was interesting. I was like, I don't think that's how this works. No, they're just going to eat it. They'll just eat you. And then she's like, I'll just, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just die. Yeah. And Angel's like, no, don't. No, don't die. And she's <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. It's like. I just have a niece and a sister who love me. I know. Waiting for me to come back. But like, whatever. She's depressed. She's, so she, yeah. I mean, and rightfully so, because she has like a terrible thing happening to her. Well, and then this horrible traumatic, like, this, this is, is horribly this traumatic. This is horribly traumatic. Like, even if you weren't a werewolf, I might, I don't know how I would react if I was tied down and people were like, oh, we're going to eat you alive. Nightmare. I mean, I don't think I would ever get to the point of just do it. Yeah, I would never I get to that I think I point. would get to a point of like, this is my fate. I think I I could see myself trying to ingest poison to poison people. Yeah, me too. And be like, I will die and take you all with me. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't seem to do that. No, she's just like, eh, whatever, it's cool, Angel. Yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> she was like, beat. it's cool. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> so he breaks her free. And I'm then, a champion. This is what I do. I know. So he breaks her free. And then she's like, oh, shit, I'm turning into a werewolf. Yeah. And then there's a big fight. Yeah. And she chomps on a on a guy. Yep. And he dies. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I'll kill someone. And then she, they trank her. She falls down. And they're like, uh, and then this, there's like a standoff between that creepy food guy. Food and, guy, doctor guy's there. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what I would have loved? So what ends up happening is that food guy is like, well, I was promised. I promised these people a werewolf. And then <laughs> Nina like 
as a werewolf, wakes up and chomps on the leg <laughs> of Dr. Guy. Yep. And Dr. Guy's like, oh, shit, no, please don't, please, please, please don't. And Angel, cold as fuck Angel, he, we've been seeing yeah. him get colder and colder. He's very cold. He's like, now you got one. You got one for next year, next month. So Enjoy. They, they drag him away. And then Food Guy, like, moves over to stand where Dr. Guy was standing. So I was like, wouldn't it be funny if he got bit, too? That would be really funny. But he didn't. He didn't. But it is like Dr. Guy, I guess, betraying Angel is a death sentence. Yeah. Even if you're human. Yeah. Which I we see the the consequences for this kind of ruling uh, in a later episodes. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, like, if you don't follow Angel, he's just going to let you get eaten alive. Yeah. And the line between, like, I don't do this to humans, that is gone. That's gone. That's gone. Because he's now effectively killed two humans yep. that we've seen. Yep. That's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Before we move on from this episode, I wanted to say how much I liked how vulnerable and desperate Spike is for Fred's help in the early scene when he's asking and he's like, I don't, I don't want this to get back to Angel. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, you're in love. You love Angel so I know, much. I know. I know. Like, I don't want him to know. I know. And I also love too when he like tries to do a fake like tough boy thing <laughs> where he's like, you know, I, I don't want this to get back to Wesley either because we have a past. Oh, and it was so funny. It was when he was a young watcher. And, and even, and as people who have watched yeah. Buffy, I was like, huh? I was like, I, what? I was like, did you guys interact that much? Like, I feel like Spike is so funny. Yeah. And he's just like, it was just, and Fred's like, you are so full of shit. <laughs> and Spike's like, yeah, I am. We just don't really like each other. Yeah. He's like, I just don't like him. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> Which, and what's funny too is like, we should have, ca- anyone should caught on to that because if that had happened, Wesley be dead. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because Wesley was a miserable little watcher. He, he was a very bad watcher. Very bad. Very ineffective. I mean, he was a very bad teenage kissing Ew, oh my god that kiss was so terrible <laughs> and then the follow-ups were even worse so horrible um yeah oh yeah okay but everything's all good so then we come back to wolfram and heart where the worst sign is outside their house yeah that wolfram and heart sign is so dated i thought it was credits when it happened <laughs> i was like oh it's over and then i was like wait no that's no. a terrible sign it's just a bad sign <laughs> um, and then Fred is ordering Chinese and she's like, we moved to a different place now. Yeah. Because she's calling her old Chinese place, which you can find a new Chinese Yeah, there's place. probably one closer. She is also ordering so yeah. much food. Yeah. Like too much food, Fred. Well, she likes to eat a lot. She does. And I I need to cut slack for other people. I do not like leftovers. It's true. I prefer to never eat leftovers if that were a if I could distribute my leftovers to the world and never have them come back to me yeah is what my dream is so i would never want to order that much chinese food well here's the thing it's gonna go in your fridge if they're at angel's place so i think she doesn't care because that's true if you're ordering food for a group of people i would much rather there be too much yes but then i want to leave it at that person's place i think she left it at angel's okay that's fair and honestly leftover chinese leftover pizza there are a few things that are like oh yeah, doable. Pretty easy. They're to, pretty easy to make edible again. Mm-hmm. I've been eating shells that I made, like stuffed shells, mm-hmm. all week, and they're okay, but they're not as good as they were that first. Time. <laughs> <sighs> maybe if I did little, because um, I'm like heating it in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I did little, like, um, like custard cups, mm-hmm. and then reheated it in the oven. Yeah, but I would need a lid on them, I guess, in the fridge. Yeah, like you would need, need a lid. Like a whole setup. Do you have a toaster oven? Because toaster oven has saved my life for leftovers. But what is the, what do I put it on? Um, a lot of times, hot. a lot of times I'll put it uh, in a foil. Oh, like a foil boat? Yeah. Okay. Because that'll hold it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And then I will usually like bake at a low temperature for a while mm-hmm. and then toast at the very end. That's a good idea. All right. I will try that. It, with it some makes of it my much better than a microwave. Shelf. Yeah. Because microwave is fine. It's fine. Like, it does all, the job. And all of the ingredients in the thing are things I like. So it's not unpleasant. Yeah. It's just like, it makes me like wish I was just making something new. new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I love leftovers. Cool. I love leftovers. I make Micah take 
extra crafty home That's from work amazing. for me. <laughs> um, I would do extra, like, I, yeah, no, I don't. I want, I'll eat bread extras. Oh, because bread, you can just <laughs> pop it in the toaster oven. It's like brand new. Bread is I one like of the bread extras. Things. I like sweets extras. No, I get like ribs. Yeah, things that have congealed is not my preferred thing. Oh, I love, I love leftovers. I love a leftover pasta. I'm like crazy because I think me and my sister both like like that kind of stuff or like a a, a half a burrito. <laughs> I know. It, here's the thing. I'm very upset. By Food this. wise, you and I together could eat the whole world. Oh, my God. We, the, we could like take everything crust, on. I like the inside. Yeah. You like fresh. I will eat your yeah. leftovers, girl. Oh, I my will God. You know what? We should have met when we were younger. Mm-hmm. We would have been great roommates in college. Oh, absolutely. All the food would have gotten eaten. Uh, totally. I love <laughs> eating other people's leftovers. <laughs> it would have been so good because I'd come home, I'd put stuff in the fridge. And then it would be gone the next day. Yeah, it would be like, boom. Done. Oh, gosh, man. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. We'll just have to do a podcast together <laughs> and talk about food. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was the first app. Mm-hmm. Second app gets way deeper into the spike space yes so first note is so there's like a ton of spike fred shipping right yes uh and then i loved also we've seen angel Mm -hmm. be kind of jealous about spike yes but we haven't seen spike be kind of jealous about angel until now Mm -hmm. so when she mentions the shanshi prophecy yeah and she's like you know like he's a champion and um He's got a soul. Yeah, he's got a soul. And it says that if he does, if he saves enough people, he gets to be human. And Spike is just like, huh, okay. I mean, that's like great for him. Neat. Huh, great. And I love, I just love their dynamic. I'm so glad that Spike is on the show right now. Yeah, it's really good. Um, And they're, okay. Also, have you noticed a little uh, glam up? with fred this season okay first of all her hair is always on fire it's like amazing she looks amazing she's wearing bias cut dresses that like hit below the knee and cute little heels like she is she looks she's beautiful she's always been beautiful the actress is gorgeous but like they're glam squatting her she because she's the female lead that's true she's the female lead so i think it's like she gets attended to first Uh priority always and they do a great job she looks amazing yeah she looks great it's but it's like disconcerting sometimes she's like wait whoa yeah i mean i think they gave her extensions like she looks amazing yeah because yeah. she used to like throw glasses on her yeah and put her hair in a ponytail yeah which she also looked beautiful yeah but this is like day and night look you i know wonder I mean? if the character fred burkle has hair and makeup person i'm sure she who does. comes to her in the morning yeah and and does her up yeah i you know she, she does. does like style fix or whatever <laughs> yeah she does <laughs> she's not shopping she does she doesn't shop no she has like the wolfram heart version so it's slightly evil. yeah oh my god it's totally evil all of those clothes are made unethically unethically by um, demons so okay and i know that there it's a show and magic why did spike think he could lean on a desk because he sits on things why does gravity work with him? I don't know. And why doesn't he just follow through the, fall through the floor? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. why isn't he just floating around? He should be floating. Yeah. Well, I guess the thing is, we find out later that if he really wants it, mm-hmm. he can, which that is the most bullshit solution to a ghost problem I've ever heard. Yeah. Is that if he really wants it, he can be corporeal. If he just wants it hard enough. But I'm like, he's always been wanting it. Well, but we he's been competing with a psycho killer, Keska Say. It's true. All. Yes. <laughs> this whole time we didn't We didn't know. He should have run, run. Yeah. Run, 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 away. run, run away. Um, That guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, okay, I know. Okay, okay, okay. So this, this killer guy, he's like, a doctor that does unnecessary yeah. surgeries on people, but basically right. is just experiment torture. He, he reminds me of like what's his face Holmes. Is that accurate or am I H H Holmes? Yeah, yes, I got that vibe too. My I wrote as my last note. <gasps> I can't. Yeah, I can't believe it took so long for us to see how nasty his teeth are. Yeah, that's weird. Because like I, the whole time we see him, we do not know this guy's mouth situation. Until the very end, 
Yeah. And then they reveal they're completely black. I was like, wait, so the, I'm did that sorry. actor have to have black teeth all the time? Or no, he did. That's what I'm wondering. Making him talk or. Or did they, <laughs> did they just like, oh, you know what? For the last close up, let's just like, let's give go all him, out. Yeah. But like, I was like, I would have liked to know that his teeth looked like that throughout the whole thing. It would have been good. Cause then we would, it would be scarier. It also would have dated him, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, we're, he definitely, he looks much more like an 1800s corpse. Yes. Seeing it, that. Yeah. Ooh. Which, okay. So basically, <laughs> Uh, uh, Spike is blooping in and out of like space, basically, yes. and he is basically walking through like Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> He's like, we, yes, he but is. like it seems themed. Like, there's not a yeah. It's a lot of it's different kinds of murders, but they all. I mean, I think they're all white people. They're all white, and they're all feel like post industrial revolution. Right? Yeah. Uh, yes. So, like, there's some 20th century people and then... Yeah. Some late 19th yeah. century. And there's no one after, I want to say, like, 1950. Right. Which is interesting. Because then I I'm guess like... is that huh? when they built the thing? Maybe. Yeah. So then that would be that lady. So there's, like, there's like three specters. Or, yeah. like, that lawyer shows up once. Yes. That's true. All right. So it's a it's a cavalcade yeah right it's horror nights but without a really good theme they didn't have a good handle on no this is more it was a serial killer kills people at different times which is not really a great yeah but even that isn't really we find out later that's not what's happening no so there's like (laughs) these like specters these like ghost type people that are creepy looking like they're well done and they are creepy there's one guy who's cutting off his own fingers yeah that was upsetting do they reuse that in dollhouse I feel like they do something similar where it's like you're walking up behind someone and you hear chopping sounds and then you go in front of them and they're just chopping their fingers. It's possible. We're going to have to watch that show. We'll see. It may not be in Dollhouse. I don't remember, but that doesn't mean I think we're going to see a lot of things that we don't remember. Yeah. We're going to. Oh, my God. We're going to see so many things. We don't 90% of things we don't remember. And a lot of things recur. I I agree. And I think we're going to like I think we're going to air quotes, guess at twists that actually we remember. Yeah. We're, we're going to be like, isn't it that? Isn't it so weird that this person seems like they're shady? <laughs> and then the show will reveal it to us and we'll be like, oh, I guess we did watch this show yeah. before. <laughs> we knew this. Um, um, okay, but but Spike is freaked out. Yeah, because he's... Which is upsetting on its own because, like, he's a ghost. Like, yeah. when a ghost is freaked out. Yeah, vampire ghost. He's a vampire ghost. Yeah, because he doesn't have control over where he's going. He doesn't have control over, like, what's happening. So he's kind of like, mm, what's going on? Right. Um, but he keeps seeing these similar specters, which everyone's saying he's coming. Yep. He's coming to get you. He's coming. He's coming. And then one person's like, he's here. And he, it's like, oh. Um, and then, and then what happens after that? What's like, what's the B plot? Is there one? All my notes are about this story. I know. I, you know what? I think it is just, it's all following Spike. Cause yeah. Spike well, is like, I think it's like the B plot is the angel crew. So yeah. like the A plot is Spike having these experiences and the B because what happens eventually is that Spike, um, he's not even blooping in and out of his existence. He's just out and he can't physically, um, affect the world. He can just witness mm-hmm. everyone. So then there's the angel crew are all trying to investigate and figure out what happened. And then Spike is experiencing the world in his own kind of bubble. Yeah. Where he can't affect the world. Yeah. And he like, there's like a point where he comes back and uh, Fred is like doing research and he's yeah. like, you know what? Just give up. It doesn't matter. And then she's like, I think I've got it. And he's like, what? Okay, actually bring me back. Yeah. Bring me back. So I love <laughs> how quickly he'll turn on stuff like that. Yeah, well, because he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. He's The thing about Spike is that he is n- as like annoyingly sincere as Angel is. Yes. He is as insincere. Like he's yeah. he's a lot of like puffery because he feels he doesn't have a lot of self-esteem. Right. Well, and he's trying to like protect his vulnerable little heart. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Angel protects his vulnerable heart by, like, being taciturn. Yeah. So, it's I, I like seeing them next to each other like that. Like, 
Yes. How different they are. Um, Is this also the episode where... No, I'm getting ahead of us. <laughs> Sorry. Because uh, we first start talking about Shanshu here, but Shanshu more continues that is later. later. Um, so, yeah. So, and then we have, as much as I've been like, Fred, yay, this season, we have Fred in a shower scene. Yeah. Which I guess it's better than that. Uh, the Faith the scene? The Faith one we had. This that one we had, had, to had read. no sexy music. It had no sexy. And it wasn't really sexy. It wasn't. She was just like she was just rinsing her hair a lot. Yeah. Like her. Um, her hair had no shampoo in it, but she was rinsing it. No, she it. had to rinse the fuck out of it. Yeah. Um, and then Spike realizes he can write. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. And he writes Reaper, and then the shower door, like, explodes. Did I ever tell you about the scandal that happened when I was a kid with showering? No. Okay. I was so mad about this. What happened? And you could probably tell this about me from how I am as an adult, but whenever I got accused of a thing that I didn't do, mm-hmm. I remember it forever. Yeah, so any for sure. adult who ever accused me of something I didn't do, I remember you. Mm-hmm. I will never forget. Same. Like, because it's, it feels so much worse than getting caught or like anything else. Yeah. It's like, because I didn't do it and I told you I didn't do it, but you didn't believe me and you were wrong. So we had just gotten back to the, from the beach and it was at my grandmother, my grandmother that I was close to was beach house. And it was like all three sets of cousins were mm-hmm. there and their parents. And my mom is sort of the black sheep on that side. So I didn't see those people that often, but like, whatever, we're family. And so we had got back from the beach and it was time for everyone to take their post-beach showers, whatever. Mm -hmm. And my aunt took a shower before me. um, And so she took her shower and then I took my shower. And when I got out of the shower, my grandmother was like in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. um, like after I got dressed or whatever. But my grandmother's in the bedroom. And then she was like, I talked to your Aunt Trish and it is not okay to sneak into people's showers while they're showering. What? It's not okay. And I don't... I. You know, I'm going to talk to your mom about this, but this is you can't. That is wrong. And I'm like, what? I mean, I'm an adult now saying, what are you doing? But I was like, I didn't do that. And she's like, Ryan, just (gasps) it is not okay. That's really frustrating. Yes. Oh my god. And she's like, someone went in there and wrote on the mirror while your aunt was in the shower, and that is just it's a it's an invasion of privacy. And like went on and on at me. Yeah. I'm just like, I didn't do it. I think I started crying because yeah, I didn't fucking do it. Yeah. And then. Um, oh wait, I hadn't taken my shower yet. Okay. Because then I took a shower and I and the thing got fogged up again and I saw what it said and it said X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that was cousin Timmy. Oh my so god. So then so then I asked cousin Timmy about it and he was like, yeah. And it was it wasn't that anyone snuck into anyone's shower. He did it before creeps. and it of shows up. Did. Can you imagine and Irish sucks. She kind of does. She's gotten better, but at the time, yeah, Trish sucks. How dare you accuse your niece of sneaking in your shower? How how dare you? That's your first thought. Yeah. Also, like to write X Men on the mirror. <laughs> I don't think she knew what it said. Yeah, I recognize it because like those letters have mean you know. Right. But yeah, so we figured out it said X Men. We asked Timmy about it after his shower. He wrote X Men on the in the fog, right? Which is. Yeah, you probably is dirtying up the mirror, whatever. But whatever. But, what, but it's You're a not. Kid. It's a very different issue than walking in on someone while they're showering to write X Men on the mirror. Like that is creepy. No, that but is maybe weird. just don't assume that that's what happened. But yeah. yeah, I will never forget that Aunt Trish. Did she apologize You're a good person. to you? I don't remember it that way, but she may have. She may have apologized. I don't also remember my mom being. That's the other thing is I feel like there's a few of these kinds of things. Yeah, and they're usually it's like my mom isn't there. Yeah. Because I feel like my parents trusted me to be fairly honest. Mm. So, like, my parents would be, like, sit down with me and they'd be like, you have to tell me the truth. Right. And then, like, you'll get punished. But, like, so, like, my parents were pretty trusting in me to tell the truth. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, I I wasn't perfect. But, yeah, I don't remember where my mom was in all of this. Also, so, like, to, to So, take- I don't know if she, like, apologized. I don't know yeah. if they, like, talked about it as adults. Because I was pretty little. I was, I don't know, 10 years old, 12 years old. I was yeah. not. Right. I wasn't old enough to be, like, when someone said, to be, like, I would not walk in on someone in the shower. What are you talking about? Yeah. I was, like, I didn't do it. What are you talking about? Because yeah. also, like, you don't think. Of course I didn't walk in unless yeah. someone is showering. I'm not. I had. Hadn't done that to any like that's not a thing. Yeah, that's like something that like maybe a three year old does. A three year old, like yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And also like that's so crazy too for her to like 
tell on you to the grandma and then the grandma to yell at you about it as opposed to like just being like, hey, why'd you do that? Right. Or like if a kid's doing that, you need to figure out a conversation. And honestly, their mom should probably be part of the conversation. Yeah. Because Aunt Trish and I were not close. Yeah. And I think she is a good person. She's definitely she's a good mom to her two daughters. Like I have no beef with her as a grown up, but it is a like I remember it as like a betrayal of my child. Like like not a betrayal, but what is that? Like it was a wrong done to me. Like if I was an Arya Stark type, yeah, I would have been she's saying Aunt Trish's name at night because it was so I felt so wronged. Well, also like yeah, that's like shitty. And yeah, like and this is another thing which I don't know is true but you did Mm -hmm. mention that your mom was the black sheep of that family there is a thing where at least in my family Mm -hmm. and i think in a lot of families where people will project their feelings about the parent Mm -hmm. onto the kid yes and that is unfair oh it's totally unfair because especially if you ever want the kid to not be the parent yeah you have to treat them differently yeah because you've already had the dysfunctional relationship with the adult yeah like I, yeah no and you're, you're telling a, the kid you are this way and yeah. when they're a kid when you're a kid you're like i guess i am i guess i am like yeah and i think in that side of that part of my family i think i do get painted with my mom's brush um but yeah it's but I was very little. I was so little that it was ridiculous to be mad about. Like, yeah. and like you said, talk to, like, if you, if that's actually a problem, like, have a conversation. But well, I was, like, I'll, in yeah. trouble. But that is that generation, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, instead of, like, asking the kid, like, yeah. why and, like, opening up a dialogue. Totally. It's, like, you don't do this because I told you because it's right. wrong. And my parents were the kind of parents where, now, I would get in trouble. I was not a good, I was not always a good kid. But I... We would always sit down, mm-hmm. talk about it. They listened to me. If I had like an argument for why I did something, they would listen to it. Yeah. I only found out later, like when I got my first job, it yeah. was bad news because I was not used to having to do things that I didn't think made sense. Yeah. Like I was used to a situation where someone would say like, go do this right now. And I would say, okay, but I was thinking I would do this. And then it makes more sense for me to like, oh, I have to carry that outside too. So I'll do them at the same time. And the other yeah. person be like, oh, that's logically Good, good job, Ryan. You can do later. Whereas yeah. when you have a job, like when you're working at a sub Ugh. shop, and they're just and they're like, like take out the trash right now, and you're like, oh, I was gonna wait till it was full because it's only half full. You don't get to, you don't. Get, <laughs> that's not appreciated. Well, it's yeah, and I think like yeah, you're you're you had a lucky experience with like yeah, where, where it's like you go out and then you're like, oh, everyone is not as reasonable as my parents right. are, or respect my levels of logic or whatever it is, yeah. like. I I grew up in a house where it was definitely like we weren't allowed to be we weren't encouraged to be rude to our our parents. But like if we were encouraged to like have thoughts and share our arguments for things Mm -hmm. and we were listened to a lot. Yeah. Um, Whereas not everyone does that. Well, because I think also part and parcel with that is like admitting to your kids that you're not infallible. Mm -hmm. And because because you're saying like, oh, okay, like I'm willing to reassess like after we talk about this. And I don't know why I do this. I read a lot of like uh, parenting articles that come up. Uh Uh-huh. I don't have kids. You have two cats. I have two cats. I don't think I would parent kids how I parent cats. (laughs) Okay. I'm just just trying to help make this make sense. (laughs) Well, sometimes like they'll just pop up on clickbait and I'll click them. Oh, yeah. But like a huge thing that they say is good like a way to get your kids to respect you mm-hmm. is to a show them respect and b like admit that you make mistakes yep. and it, like because then they're like oh that's how I should be mm-hmm. but like it is interesting how like uh, I feel like that's a fairly recent phenomenon in mainstream parenting yes. because I feel like especially people of our grandparents generation mm-hmm. it's like uh I told you to do this and that's the right thing to do so do it right and like this is wrong. It's just wrong. I'm not going to tell you why. Exactly. It's just wrong. You don't need to understand it. Yeah. And I was definitely not raised. It. I was definitely raised like anything. I could ask why about anything. Yeah. Now sometimes people were like, I mean, my parents would get tired. Oh sure. <laughs> like, I'm sure they're uh, human. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was incur- definitely encouraged to ask why. Yeah. But yeah, freaking Timmy. And it was. I don't even blame Timmy. He's a little kid. Well, and yeah, and also like. <laughs> Like but yeah, yeah. I he's just writing speak. on the mirror. Like so, yeah. what? Like he's get some Windex boy. out. Yeah. I also got in trouble 
with the same grandmother because I got uh, toothpaste on the the bathroom mirror. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's because you're looking at yourself while you're brushing your teeth. What? Which I guess she's not wrong. I was looking at myself. But also like like little specks. Not like I wasn't like I pour like, you know. You know what the next step is for that, I feel like, is like cutting off your hair for being too vain. <laughs> You know what? And this is okay. So this woman is my mom's stepmother, mm-hmm. and Trish is her bi- like her biological daughter. Oh, so interesting. I also wonder. It wouldn't shock me if poor Trish had had her hair cut off at some point. Yeah, in that way, because I think that she did raise her daughter that way. Yeah, but yeah, I remember I got in trouble for there being specks on the mirror because she was like, "You're looking at yourself while you're brushing your teeth." Oh my god! I remember when we were. This is like <laughs> fuck. That's like, but that's like, oh god! It's like. Le- Hey, shouldn't you? I don't shouldn't know. You I mean, shouldn't you? I still sometimes get specs, and every time I get specs, I'm like, mm, Nana. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how you remember those little things yeah. when someone says to you? Like, I still have deeply embedded guilt about like not quote using my time wisely. Ooh. So like, if I wasn't productive, yeah. or like I, I just overburden myself and then yes. can't do everything, and then get freaked out about it, and then intensely guilty. Yeah. Because of a test I got back in second grade where my teacher wrote, use your time wisely, because I didn't finish my test. Yeah. Probably because it just took me too long. I don't know. It, And then my mom, oh, every time she could. Yeah. Be like, well, remember what Mrs. O'Brien said. You don't use your time wisely. And then so now I get, I have this intense guilt always. Because it was like she would do it until high school. Like yeah. every chance she could, she'd be like, well, Mrs. O'Brien said to use your time wisely. <gasps> Uh, and then so it's like now I'm like oh god like you know I all that time I spent just like being depressed and staring at a wall I could have been working Aww. but then that like you know it, yeah no it, it plays in your head for sure yeah uh, oh, why do adults have to fuck children up seriously and it I yeah I think it's I think we're now gearing towards a culture of more empathy and I hope yeah. that this like breeds a generation of parents that like understand that just like repeating a weird mantra to a kid maybe isn't the best like maybe explaining yes or like talking about it because even that like because use your time wisely isn't a bad idea no it's a fine idea it's not something you should say to someone when they're stumbling like always every time they stumble yeah because honestly maybe and not being depressed but like i think sometimes Going outside and breathing some fresh air or watching an episode of television that isn't for a podcast or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes those things are using your time wisely. I agree. It's not like more productive equals better always. Yeah. No, like, I totally agree. You don't always have to be making more things or like having more output. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like, okay, Kelly, you know what? Like, because sometimes I'll be like, you should go for a run yeah. out in nature. And I'll be like, oh, but then I won't be doing work. But then I'm like, no, but the quality of your work will suffer if you yeah. don't go outside and like just breathe some air or like just watch some Miss Fisher. Yeah. And girl. like, like, because then you will feel refreshed. Yes. Um, I think for my current lifestyle, which is not always well balanced, the value of just going outside during the day is it's huge. Because yeah. I could. I could go into my office and be in that building from 7.30 until 6 and not go outside mm-hmm. and eat lunch at my desk and never run out of work to do, mm-hmm. never run out of meetings or all that shit. But I'm, a, I'm in a worse place as a member of the human race than if I took 20 minutes in the middle or half an hour or even an hour yeah. and just went for a walk yeah, or sat outside. Mm-hmm. Or just breathed some air and was like out. Yeah. For me, it's talking to people because mm. I'm alone. Yeah. So I'll be like inside. I could literally be inside. I could not leave the house all day. Yeah. Um, And just, you know, like you said, like you, you there's there's it's not like you're going to run out of things to do. There's totally. always more you could be doing, Absolutely. which is a nightmare. <laughs> uh, it's modern life. <laughs> it is modern life. And. Seriously, I will feel a million times better. Like I went to Albertsons and like uh-huh. talked to some Girl Scouts yeah. and felt a million times better. Can we have Girl Scouts every time of the year? Because I agree. Girl <laughs> Scouts make a day better. It was very cute. I went and got some cookies from yeah. them. And there were these two girls and they were like remarking about which cookies were their favorite. Yeah. 
and the dad that was with them had a broken arm so he couldn't Aww. scan the yeah the card because they take card now guys very dangerous dangerous but also good delightful yeah very good uh and so the dad's like trying to do it and the little girl they're probably like 10 Aww. they're like juniors so they're wearing yeah. the green and this one little girl's like do you want me to do it Juniors are allowed to scan the cards. Oh, she was very cute. That's so cute. So she tried to do it, but she wasn't doing it fast yeah, enough, yeah. so she couldn't actually do it. <laughs> so then someone else had to come over and help. Yeah. But it was very, I felt like so refreshed just having talked to someone. Yes. Um. So yeah, I guess like, I feel like we always circle back to like self-care. Do no, it. we do. But like, I, I really believe in it. And it's one of the things that I think younger people now have grown up with that as a message but i don't think that that was a message for me at all it was no. like it was like you there was the idea of like you should balance like work social life balance mm-hmm. but no one was ever saying okay and sometimes you have to check in with yourself and make sure you're okay yeah um because yeah i feel like a lot of people i know and certainly me it was a lot of just like running ahead and trying to like outrun my needs for myself yeah and there's a certain because like eventually you're gonna fall you're gonna stop and it's not good yeah well because it's like i feel like especially it's like children of baby boomers because there was a lot of like baby boomers were saying like oh we'll just put your head down and work and you'll get somewhere and it's like okay well that's not true right here like now in this generation of like it's easier to make things, which means there's more stuff being made, which means you've just got like the idea and it's that shitty, like, uh, like the hustle mentality yeah. of like, um, what's a coffee break? <laughs> like, you know, like that kind of thing where it's like, um, inhale coffee, exhale work, that kind of thing, which is like, ew. I mean, I do like coffee. I do like coffee. I do. And I like creating things, but there is that yeah. like, like. Or honestly, or the work hard, play hard. Ugh. Like, yeah. Yeah. What about chilling? Where just does like chilling chill. fit? Like, just let me sit on my damn couch. Yeah. Or or whatever your thing is. Yeah. Like, go for a run or a bike ride. Yeah. Or like, you should be chilling sometimes. You yeah. shouldn't be working hard, playing hard, repeat. Yeah. I mean, because all then you're doing is like ignoring yourself. I feel like it's the fucking bourgeoisie trying to make us like it's it's similar to like they're just saying like well that's the culture work hard so we're gonna pay you next to fucking nothing and this is the culture you have to work hard i know when it's like and it's similar to the whole like um like uh oh it's gauche for employees to know each other's salaries and it's like but no 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 no, it should be transparent exactly it's a way for you to pay men white men more Mm -hmm. way for you to pay white people more Mm -hmm. a way for you to pay women less like it's a very it's fucked up yeah and honestly the fact that we can't draw a direct line between profits and salaries yeah not i'm not i'm not saying like literally but they should be directly related it should make sense it should make sense you should right now it does not make sense it doesn't profits are record and salaries are stagnant yeah fuck that yeah the fact like it is it is crazy how almost impossible it is to save any amount of money Yes. Because it's like, we are so fucking crushed all the time that we, yes, we do have to splurge on things to give us the will to fucking live. <laughs> Let us live. Let us live. Uh, uh, like, do you think they pay their employees well at Wolfram and Hart? This is back in 2003, so maybe, or 2002. I think, I think yes, but I think they, of anyone, had only workaholics. It's true. None of them have a work-life balance. None of them feel good in their hearts. Well, because they'll literally die. They'll literally, and they could get murdered anytime. Yeah, at any so time. So I think there's money, but you know what? I think probably in their little thing they sign, I bet all of their assets go back to Wolfram and Hart. So I bet it's I'm not sure. even that much of an investment. It isn't. Like you give them enough money, they could buy a house, but then you get to own that house when they die. Exactly. Like I don't think, I think they're giving their lives to that company for nothing. For nothing. But it's the culture. It's the culture. Work hard, play hard. Work hard, play hard. Fuck that. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, this so uh, Spike is like walking through Hol- Hollywood Hollywood Horror Nights. Yes. Um. And then it turns out that okay, the place that they built Wolfram and Hart on yes. was a mission. What was it? Yeah, it was a mission. So it was consecrated ground. Yeah. 
And they're like, we're so evil, we have to deconsecrate it. Yes. So they got evil blood. Are there any missions in LA? No. Okay. Not like kind of weird California mission style missions. There's California missions like everywhere else. I know. But then it we built weird, a not whole LA. city here. I wonder if there was one that was destroyed. We'll never know. Well, no. yeah. I mean, unless time travel happens, <laughs> I don't know that I want to go back to the missions times. Fuck no. Unless I want to go back and like free all of the Native Americans. That's the thing. And when you visit those missions now, they're like, look at what the Spaniards did for the Indians. And it's like, you no. trapped them here. You trapped them you here. You made them come here and leave their families yep. and create new families here. And you tricked them into capitalism. Yeah. Um, okay. So they're like, we got to make this earth evil. Yeah. So, so in order to do that, we've got to sacrifice this guy, the serial killer. And put his blood on the ground. Which is pretty fucked up. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty intense. So they do that. Mm-hmm. They don't realize, because then they start realizing, like, a lot of death happens here, uh-huh. but, like, there's not really ghosts. So what's going on? Turns out, this dude doesn't want to go to hell. Of course not. So his ghost takes the ghosts of people who die yep. from a heart and, like, pushes them into hell. And yeah. then he's like, he's like he's I'm like, here. Yeah. He's like, well... Here I am, and uh, you're all in hell, um, suckers. And so, the obviously, he sees this new soul. Yeah, spike, and he's, he's like, like oh, "Great, sweet. you're plump." You remember, he calls him ripe and plump. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Gross. Um, and they're like, "How are we going to fix this? I don't know how to fix it." Wes is like, "There's a place in Africa we could go." Yeah, <laughs> and Gun's like, "Let's stay closer to home." Yeah, they're like, "Well, we could just like build a circle thing." Oh, we didn't talk about the the lady who dies. The what lady who dies. The medium. <gasps> and her face explodes. Like her eyeballs and whatever something explodes yeah. off her face. She okay, so she they're like, well, we'll use a medium. Yeah. So they bring this like hottie toddy. Yeah. But she's legit. Well, I mean, she's she's yeah, she's legit, but you don't need <laughs> she's pouring on a little thick. Like, yeah. I don't think that that's her authentic self. No, she's just she's like, that's my thing. I'm she's like the, the sexy medium. I'm the sexy medium. And it's like, all right, just like you're at work. That's the thing. It's you're tiring. Not, you're not here to have sex with anyone. Yeah. It's just tiring to be around. It is. So, it's draining. This is why I need self-care. Yeah. Okay. So she is like, I feel a spirit. And everyone's like, oh, it's Spike. Yeah. Spike's he's like, like it's no, not it me. isn't. <laughs> and then the spirit makes her face explode. Yeah. She's like, he's coming. He's here. Kaboom. All over Fred. I know. Poor Fred. Because Fred's like, are you okay? Oh, and then that's why she needs a shower. That's why she needs a shower. Okay. So then let's get back to the end. So then... Um, they are doing this thing that they're going to make. They can make Spike corporeal. Yes. So he's not a soul. He's not a specter. So he can't be pulled into hell. And it's super hard for them to build this thing. Oh, it's, it's really like, hard. And it's honestly like, it's kind of a one shot. Yeah. Did not miss your chance. Yeah. The opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Yo. So, <laughs> so they build this like circle thing out yeah. of like metal, old metal. Yeah. There's like a bunch of shit. Yeah. And, uh, when it gets down to it, Bad Spirit Man is there. Yeah. Well, and so, he's, he grabs Fred. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill Fred if you jump in to that circle. And they explicitly say, you have to make a choice. Yeah. He's like, make a choice. The make a choice. or yourself. So then, of course, Spike. I mean, yeah, of course he did. Yeah. He's a, he's he's a. He's his champion. Yeah, he's a champion. He's got a little soul. So he's like, fine, I make the choice. And he punches him, gets the guy. Makes him corporeal. Yeah, makes evil serial killer corporeal. Evil serial killer shows everybody his teeth. And I'm like, that would have been useful. Yeah, we would have loved. Maybe he didn't have the teeth until he was corporeal. Maybe they pulled his teeth out of the ground (laughs) and smushed him in his mouth. mouth. And uh, he then is corporeal and they trap him and. Spike's like, or wait, who says that? Who says don't kill him? Because, oh, Fred? Spike comes back, right? Yeah, Spike is, well, now he's not being messed with by this guy. Right. He's just a normal ghost. So he's like, hey, don't kill him because he'll just be a ghost again and it'll be yeah, never. Yeah, exactly. Spike's pretty smart. He is smart. So then they're like, okay, we're just going to trap him. In- yeah, in their dungeon, which where there's other things too, which is like a Wolfman Heart thing where you can keep someone in, essentially, suspended animation, but they their brain is still working and they can see but they can't make noise. They can't move. They can't talk. It's torture. And it's even it's more torturous horrible. that Angel's like, I gave you a window. You think better no window? I don't know. He had a window. He did have a window. At the bottom of the ocean. Mm. Do you think that serial killer like dreams of Thanksgiving dinner with all the other yeah. ghosts? He just goes insane. Dude, Angel's getting fucked up. 
Yeah, no, Angel is, and at the same time, he's like, but there's all this evil. I don't want to go evil. It's like, oh no, Angel, you are tainted. Yeah, you're like most tainted out of everybody. Yeah. But I mean, he's always been a little tainted because he was a huge murderer before the show sure. started. Oh, Angel. <laughs> so he's like, that guy gets to, he's like, great, congratulations. You get what you wanted. You can live forever. And Eve is like, hmm. She's like, mm, sexy well. <laughs> she likes when Angel does evil things. She does. She does. Uh, then that's the end it's the end right yeah because we see the window and then black so those are the two episodes wow a lot happened but it's kind of nice we've now set spike up we know he can physically like move things he can move mugs he can move mug he holds that mug i thought he was gonna drop it me too i thought it was gonna like it was gonna be like okay he's not perfect but no he like held the whole time i was like all all right shit out of that mug i was like all right spike i think you could have sexual relations with a fred now me too in one of these post <laughs> rye girl loves rye guy rye guy is fly guy um cool uh, yeah i mean i i liked these episodes just fine i liked them i liked them and i kept watching not only because like them. we had to yeah i would have kept watching otherwise it was fun yeah i mean i had to get up and change the disc because i'm watching on dvd, DVD. so like it's possible i would have stopped but only because of laziness sure and there's one episode of Miss Fisher I still haven't seen. If it was on Netflix, you would have kept going. Oh, yeah. I would have been like autoplay for the rest of our lives. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next. Uh, I'm really liking season five. Me too. It is the fresh air in this new life. Seriously. Um, cool. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Oh, do we want to talk about? <gasps> oh, my God. Huge thank you from uh, Luke, uh, who is RuPaul F. Tompkins on Instagram and Twitter. For sending us just as like really wonderful gifts. Um, we got like a really cool poster. It's amazing. It's like a card, but it's like a playing card. A playing card, but it's a big, it's a poster with um on the on one end it's Faith and on the other side, where the other side of the face card would be, it's Buffy, and Buffy is holding the big weapon and Faith this is side. holding her knife. I know. It's so But it's so cool. good. I'm we love so that. excited about it. It's super Thank nice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And um uh then we got some stickers that say warning this person may talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer at any time. <laughs> Which is I probably should just get I don't know, a tattoo of that on my forehead. It is so true because so many times on SDS you and I are like, Well, on Buffy and Patrick <laughs> and Colin are like, Can we not? This isn't your show. <laughs> Uh, and then we got a sticker that says the hardest thing in this world is to live in it. Be brave, live, oh, which is awesome. It is. Um, and then I wanted to read his DM explaining it because it was very cute. Okay. Um, but they, this so cool. I'm really excited about this poster. I now I have to decide who's on top, Buffy or Faith. This is like a very hard I, call. I think I'm going to do Faith on top. Oh, um, so he says, uh, it's, uh, he was telling me what the packages were. Mm-hmm. He says, it's from Redbubble, and that's for you and Ryan, just as a little appreciation for everything you two do and continue to do with agreeing to a Dollhouse rewatch just because some weirdos on the internet demanded it. Aww. Uh, so it's really thank sweet. You. Um, so thank you so much, Luke. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, it's super nice. Yes. Um, all right. If you want to uh, follow our show on Instagram and Twitter, we're at Hellmouthy. I am at Kelly Nugi, K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. And Ryan is at Armogi, R-M-O-G-G-E. And on fanfiction.net at Rye Girl Loves Rye Guy. Rye Guy is Fly Guy. Give her some kudos. Oh, yeah. If I don't have any kudos, I'm taking it back down. <laughs>